Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where we learn all about building resilience in ourselves and helping others build it too. We draw from the principles of positive psychology and coaching to help you face adversity and do more than just survive. We want you to thrive. We are certified life coaches and speech language pathologists, and we will help you manage your mind, your emotions, and become the very best version of yourself, version 2.0. Let's get started. This is Heather Stables and Leah Davidson, and this is the Building Resilience Podcast, episode one. Yay, woohoo! We're in this for the long haul, so this is truly a great day because we have thought about doing this podcast for ages and ages. We sure have, yes. And we have some amazing episodes planned, and we can hardly wait to share them with you. But before we, we jump in, let's just talk a little bit about ourselves. We'll introduce us. So how about you go first, Leah? Sounds good. Well, my name is Leah and I live in downtown Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We are Canadians, proud Canadians. And I live with my awesome husband, Rob, and we are a blended family of five kids who are between the ages of 15 and 22. We have a cute little Westie dog, Reggie, who truly is the boss of our house. And I am a speech language pathologist as well as a certified life coach like Heather. I love to read. I love to learn. I love to travel. I love to spend time with my family and my friends. And I love to talk. So you're going to see in this podcast, I love to talk. Heather has to fight her way (laughs) to keep me quiet. But Heather, why don't you tell us about yourself? Sure. So like Leah, I live in Toronto too. I live downtown, not too far from her in a condo with my pooch, my beagle, Bella. She's a rescue beagle. Very good company. She has quite the bark, the howl. I'll admit that. I live not too far from the beach and we spend a lot of our time there. It's an off-leash dog park. And like Leah, I'm a speech pathologist, speech therapist, speech language pathologist, lots of different names for the same thing and a life coach. And I'm so happy to be starting this podcast with you. I have many, many interests, which you'll come to know over the course of the show. So I thought maybe we could explain a little bit about how speech language pathology comes into play with life coaching, because often when I tell people I'm a speech path, and there's so many names, speech path, speech therapist, SLP, speech pathologist, speech language pathologist is all a big mouthful. People are sort of confused and they're like, don't you work with people who stutter or have lisps and problems with their R's? And yes, speech pathologists do that. And they're awesome at it. That is just not our jam. We work in an area called cognitive communication, which basically means we help people with all their thinking skills and how those thinking skills interplay with communication, relationships. We do a lot of brain stuff, executive function skills, social communication. So that's how we started to work in the area of traumatic brain injury. Heather, why don't you share a little bit about what we do as speech paths with our clients who have TBIs? Mm -hmm. So we have been working with people with TBIs, lots of acronyms. Usually they've been in car accidents, they have been in cycling accidents, or actually they've been a pedestrian hit by a car. And so because of their injuries, they often have a brain injury. 
And we also work with people who've had strokes, which is sometimes a complication from brain injury or who have had brain tumors, who have had other neurological problems. But essentially, many, many, many of our clients after facing a trauma, they develop PTSD, they have anxiety, they have depression. And so while we don't address these in our role as a speech language pathologist, we're very, very familiar with how how these emotional skills play out. So we work with our clients to regain their speech, their voice, their swallowing function. But for the most part, we're working on cognitive communication. And as Leah said, that's exactly how the thinking and the communication intersects. So we're looking at skills like attention and memory, information processing and executive functions, and how all of those cognitive challenges or thinking challenges impact on conversation in social environments or someone's ability to read or write, which is super important for a lot of lines of work or for students going back to school, and also how you listen to information, auditory comprehension, and how you express yourself in words. Hmm. Yeah. So we often help, well, we help people. They always want to get back to their pre-injury self and we actually try to help them become e- even better version of themselves. So it's a very holistic approach we take, we take. And then over the years, I guess it was about, oh, six or seven years ago, I got certified to be a life coach and I thought it would be great to add some of the tools because as I was working with clients, I was seeing that there's so many complexities and things that overlap and I thought it would be helpful. So I did that and then I wanted to do a deeper dive to become a certified life coach with the Life Coach School and I talked with Heather who was also interested and we both decided to become certified. And then we decided that we wanted to work with people who have experienced other kinds of adversity, not just traumatic brain injuries, but that have other challenges that lie ahead of them or that they're in the midst too. And so we started H&L Life Coaching and we have been doing that. We've been working with people who are trying to get back on track, whether it be following a divorce or following the loss of a loved one, following just some challenges that they've been having. A lot of people challenged with dealing with mental health, anxiety, depression, especially during this time of COVID. So it is a new adventure that we're starting out on. And I mean, I think I'm so excited to share with you why we love life coaching and why we think it's a valuable thing. You know, while we haven't done our own research, we are collecting research from courses that we've taken, from different resources that we've read. And we just want to, we want to combine them all and bring them to you over the course of this podcast. And with the focus of building resilience in ourselves, helping you build resilience in yourself, and then inspiring other people to build resilience as well. So that could be raising resilient kids. It could be learning about resilience. And we're going to focus on many areas, uh, a few of which are self-awareness, self-regulation, mental agility, optimism, developing strength of character, connection, positive emotions, meaning and purpose, achievement, gratitude, learning, all these things, all these skills can help us become more resilient. And resilience is something that 
we will need over the course of our lives, no matter what your life looks like. You will always encounter obstacles and challenges. And that is why we want to, we want to help you. So we've actually also created a Facebook group for people to go to called the Building Resilience Club. And that's a place where you can discuss and share resources. We'd love to hear your insights after our podcast. So we'd love to have you join us on Facebook at the Building Resilience Club. We hope that you are excited as we are. I think we've used the word excited like 500 times in this episode. Don't worry, we'll get better. This is all new for us. We're building resilience as we build this podcast. But I know that whatever adversity you have faced in your life, whether it's in the past, whether it's in the present or in the future, or if it's adversity that your family members will face, your parents, your children, your partners, your friends, we want to share with you what we have learned. We want to share with you from the evidence-based research, the anecdotal, the inspirational. We're not in this to tell you the right or the wrong way of doing something because we're all individuals and we all have different paths to follow. So there's no right or wrong. There's only different. It's kind of like driving to a certain location. There's so many different routes that we can take, just different ones. But we want to show you some options of the routes and to help you find your own we are hoping to be able to teach you some tools to help you cope, how to manage your mind, your emotions, how to find meaning, all those things that Heather talked about earlier. And hopefully we're going to do it in an uplifting, inspiring, fun way. We maybe are going to laugh a little. We're going to cry a little, have a little fun. We're going to be vulnerable. We got it all for you because you didn't come this far to only come this far. We really want to help you go further. Yeah, there's so many reasons to love life coaching. You know, over the years, I've always valued growth, growth, growth and health and wellness. <laughs> growth. There's a new word. <laughs> I think I'm onto something. But for many years, you know, I have prioritized other people's health, either the clients that I work with, friends, colleagues, over my own at times. And, and this life coach certification journey has been so eye-opening in how important it is for you to take care of yourself, you know, to take care of your thoughts, to take care of your, your emotional well-being. And it's not just all about the physical actions, although those things are very um, important too, like going to the gym and sleeping and all of those things. I think people tend to focus on, you know, things external and nurture those activities more than we do our mind and our mind and our thoughts are the best investment in my opinion that you could ever, ever make. And so I'm so pleased to be here and to share some of the tools that I have found super effective in my life with all of you. And I can, you know, I just, I can't wait for you to get as much out of it as, as I have. That's awesome. So as I mentioned, we work with a lot of people. Everybody has a different story. There's no injuries or adversity that's the same. But what we noted over the years is that some people seem a bit better able to adapt. And one would assume that it has to do with the severity of the accident or their injuries or their challenges. But while that may have had some impact or influence, it generally didn't seem to matter. And that's when we started to do a bit more hunting and digging and came across the concept of resilience. So just to give you a little bit of background about what resilience is, is I'm just going to share with you a story as told by the father of positive psychology, Marty uh, Zeligman. He said that years ago, 
the U.S. Army came to him with great concern over the level of PTSD. They were concerned about, you know, people having panic disorders, divorce, substance abuse, and even suicide. And they wanted to know if there's anything that could be done about it. And Zaligman explained that when traumatic events happen, the human reaction is actually bell-shaped. So that means on the left-hand side, where you see people really suffering, having intense PTSD, pretty significant depression, and of course, in, in worst case situations, suicide. But in the middle of this bell curve is where we actually find the majority of people who at first will often react with symptoms of depression and anxiety, but within a short period of time, they're able to work their way back to where they were before. So they're able to bounce back. And that's what we call resilience. Now on the other end of the spectrum are people who not only often experience anxiety and depression or even in fact significant PTSD, but they also experience post-traumatic growth where they're actually better off in some areas of their life than they were before the adversity. And I don't know about you, Heather, but I, in the years that I've been working with my clients, I have really seen people across the board. And it's right, the majority of people fall in an area of resilience. I mean, I'm so inspired by so many of my clients over the years and just the everything that they have gone through, the trauma and, and you know, you're right. There's some clients that really take a leap forward. They really, they almost like befriend their, their injury, which is a very difficult thing to do, but they, they get to know themselves again and, and their identity has changed. It's shifted most of the times because a lot of oftentimes they can't return to work or they, their relationships change because personality changes. And so they are really finding out, like rediscovering who they are and, it's just a, such a, an inspiring thing to be a part of their their journey. Mm -hmm. And what we started seeing is it's not just people who have been in accidents or things like that that have to develop resilience. It is the everyday trials that we go through. We each have a story. We each have challenges that we've gone through. I know for myself, I went through a divorce many years ago and the challenge of also raising a blended family. And that required me to develop resilience. So please, if you, if you want to learn more, come check out our Facebook group, the Building Resilience Club, and also find us on our website, hl-lifecoaching.com. We also offer Facebook Lives or Insta Lives every Friday morning, and it's just sharing tools that you can apply to your life. So find us on Insta, and we can't wait to get back to you next week. And because we're a new podcast... Please spread the word, share the love with other people. If you know someone, well, I don't know anyone who doesn't have challenges in their life, but I think, I think we could <laughs> all <true>. benefit. <laughs> if you know somebody who has faced some adversity or will face some adversity, then share the love, tell them about us, let them know that we are here to try to help improve everyone's resilience. Yes, so I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Take care. <laughs>